Blog Talk Radio. Well, this is embarrassing. Um, th- this is Kelly Outdoors uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, folks, but we just seem to be having an issue here with, with the freaking setup tonight. Um, I'm going to try to kill this extension. If you guys, if you guys in the chat room can hear this, I'd, I'd really appreciate you know you letting me know there on the chat room because right now I'm having a heck of a time getting anything done here. Butch has been trying to call in. We're having a heck of a time getting things linked up. Okay, hold on. Here he comes. Okay. All right, Butch, are you there? I'm here. Are you there? I'm here, man. Hey, we got there. <laughs> Holy cow. All right. Cow. I have no I idea what the heck happened. But Do what? <laughs> I said I have no freaking idea as to what the heck happened. Okay. I don't know either. I did what, right. what I was told on the thing. And well, you done good. <laughs> All right, hey, you guys out there in the chat room that can hear me, I appreciate you guys uh, letting me know uh, that this was coming on. This this uh, new system here has kind of got me a little bit squirreled up, and so I'm I'm uh, kind of having a problem, you know. But anyway, anyway, Butch, I'm sorry for the for the confusion. You know, you're I'm used to it. <laughs> I'm getting more used to it the older I get, which is kind of oh. Irritating, you know. I shouldn't yeah, be getting. I don't had five lives. I ought to be used to it by now. There you go. <laughs> well, you just got done teaching a class tonight with all the kids, didn't you? I just got through seventy-four little kids. Now, you know how long? You know, a lot of the people out there don't know much about you, and this was something that I that you kind of told me about when you'd been on the show before. How long have you been doing this calling clinic for the kids? It's nineteen sixty-nine. This is the fortieth year. Holy snikes! That's not counting all them taught outside. This is just this clinic. Right. Not counting where I, when I go places and I put on one for a store or something or all the individuals that drive down on the weekend. This is just a clinic I put on every year for four weeks, four nights a week. And we have our own little contest on Wednesday night, night before Thanksgiving up town. There's people from here and DeWitt, all within a, they drive 30 mile range, come take 15 minute class. <laughs> Wow, and yeah, they're divided into groups. Like first year, it's first grade through fifth grade is what it is. Uh-huh. And first, uh, don't uh, people that first year don't know how to blow it all. They're in the beginner class. Right. And then you can only stay in the beginner class one year. Then the next year they sign back up again. Then they have to go through what we call the semi-advanced. I just right. named it. That's because they're not beginners. Right. And, but they're not really advanced either. And that's when they learn a little bit more detailed on it. And then the you can only stay in that class one year. Now the advanced class you can stay in like you can get first grade you can be in the beginners and the second grade you're going to be in the second in the second group if you can't took in the first grade. And then the other third group is the advanced group. 
and that's uh-huh. to those that should know how to, they can blow pretty good. Not like Main Street or anything, because that's not what I'm teaching with them. Right. And I'm just basically teaching that that group just uh, basic uh, calls, you know, the little short string like the like a duck does, but not exactly like a duck because they they're not quite ready to understand all that yet. But get them blowing duck call the right way, make a quack sound like a quack, and and the feed call sound like a feed call. And then you got another group I had to start because I got so many of them that wanted to keep going after they win that final group, see. When they win the final group, they can't take those anymore. They have to take private lessons. So I started another group called It Contest, and they have to go into it. And that's where they start uh, learning to blow like a town, if they want to. They don't have to. And each year at that thing, see, everybody that signs up less, it costs them $10 for them 16 lessons. And no, the money don't go to me. That's Chamber of Commerce for some money, not me. I get not one penny for this. I don't right. want one for this. I don't teach. I've never taught. I've charged anybody for lessons. I'm not going to. And uh, I got this year. Got the 74 in it. And when we got girls and boys, and the way I do my little contest, I have a little script, and everybody has to blow the script. Like the beginners, they have their own certain little routine. Like it's six huts, six huts. Six took us, six took us, and then hut, hut, hut. That's their, their, everybody has to do that. And the judges I get are people that are qualified for the worlds every year. Some of them have done it as many as 15 years. And they come just to judge. They love to judge this little contest. And uh, on this little contest, I have I have first, second, and third for the girls. Girls blow against girls, and boys blow against boys. And I have first, second, and third against the boys. And then that's in all three groups. Then... The first, second, third gets a little trophy. The biggest trophy is about first place is about maybe eight inches tall. Because I don't not making a big deal out of it. Because it's not really a contest. It's more of a test than it is a contest. It's to see who the judges think learnt the most. Uh-huh. You know, having used a little imagination. Then all of the other kids, I have a package they get, a little bag they get. They get a T-shirt. This year they're going to get an Avery shoulder bag and an Avery little uh, one of those little thing goes on your head beanie uh-huh. going to get a youth beanie to go go with them and uh, I don't know what else but all last year the total total package for the kids that blew it in the thing of town and my little deal on Wednesday night and by the way it draws about four to five hundred people to watch it believe it or not oh yeah they, I mean it's packed out front but they all last year the total of the prize last year was that each kid walked away with a hundred dollars stuff. Wow, that's that was good. Kid that blessings wasn't bad for ten dollar fee. No, that ain't bad. That ain't a bad deal at all. Now, you know, my know, theory is no kid leaves a loser. Right. I mean, well, there's a first, second, and third place, but all the other kids that way everybody, you know, wins something. Right. And. So this year, I'll tell you, like Avery, they, they donated those little shoulder bags and those little beanies, the camouflage beanies they, they sent. And, of course, we'll put in some stuff. Uh, our shop, the Rich and Tone John, John will donate them probably uh, last year when they got a tape and a, a snow goose call and, uh, and a hat and, you know, and uh, they got a calculator and I don't know what else. It was all out of T-shirt and several other things in that bag that they all got last year. And this year's bag will be just about as good. But that's the way I do it. And I, uh, they have 16 lessons. There's four lessons each week, four nights each week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, for four weeks. It starts in the middle of October and runs right up to the day before Thanksgiving. 
And uh, last year in the junior worlds, there was, I think, 24, maybe 20 or 22 of the other kids come out of my lessons. Holy cow. That's pretty good. <laughs> that, yep. that, that's a pretty good track record. But I yeah. teach just the basics. I mean, if we was on TV, I could show you my little system. I have my own little system that I use, and it works good. I don't, I don't try to make a kid learn go too fast. I try right. to keep her tooting. I want to. I don't want them to go tut 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 tut. I mean, I don't want. I'm gonna have to use a duck call experience to show you what I'm talking about. Right. But I don't want a kid to learn to go. <coughs> See that tooting? Because uh-huh. they're using the tip of the tongue. I want to learn. That's what I teach them. Like your beginners, they're taught to do six huts. Not six huts like this. They're taught to do them like this. See, that's six. They don't know how to do it fast because when they try to go fast, they go. Because you take a first grader, it's hard to understand. It's hard to, in fact, you know, get some of them just blow air sometimes hard. Sometimes you tell one to blow air and he breathes in. <laughs> and you teach them through the back end of the duck call, the best way is, you know, if you can whistle and call your dog look like, you know, when you're whistling a dog. Yeah. Believe it or not, people don't really realize if they'll pay attention to what they're saying when they whistle. You're saying, what you're actually saying. Right. It's for some people who whistle better than me. I'm not a very loud whistler. So when you blow in the bottom of the duck call, I'm going to pick the phone up off the thing so you can hear it, because I'm going to blow right into this phone. All right. You hear me? Yeah. All right. Say so you got one. You put it in the back end of the call, and you go teach them to go like this. They like that? Right. That's actually a hut, which is we take the H off it. Ooh, ooh. See? Uh-huh. That's the easiest way to learn is that one word right there. Of course, there's a number of words you can use, but you can learn to blow a duck off the back end better than you can from the front end, believe it or not, because the back end, you can hear exactly what you're saying. But if you do it right, you'll bring the ball air up from your diaphragm, and your tongue will cut it off, and you'll hear it pop right at the end. I think you can. You can tell me if you can. I'll do it again. You hear the tongue oh, yeah. pop right there at the end? That means yeah. that the tongue is going to the roof of the mouth, cuts the air off. Uh-huh. And that's what you teach them. And like the tuka, the feed call, which is tuka, 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 I just teach them like tu-ka, T-O and K-A, tu-ka. Learn the two first, right tip of your tongue, tu-ka, which is tu-ka, see? Mm-hmm. Just like this right here. You take a go. So you can say that's tuka. Don't sound like a feed call. Because that, uh, you're teaching them to get the tongue, the front of the tongue, and the very back to work. Like, <laughs> and as you learn it, and your tongue gets used to do it, then you speed it up with, <laughs> and as they get faster, then, <laughs> and I'll start to slow, and I'm going to work my way up fast, and, you know, and you'll see where I'm doing, took it, took it, took it like this. <laughs> see? Uh-huh. But that tongue has to be trained. It's like it's like anything. It has to be trained. You train to turn. Say tuka, tuka, tuka. And then after you do that, they start off with. <laughs> then I start them to say it a little quicker, like still tuka, tuka. Say tuka like this. 
see? <coughs> Just like that. And your beginners will do six of them like this. <coughs> like that. Uh-huh. And they have two sets of them they have to do. But your begin and your semi advanced now I'm gonna be just a little faster like <laughs> that's how you know they're proving. Some of them will improve faster, you can actually do the faster feed zone. Which you teach them to do the fast feed zone, which doesn't play a lot in calling ducks, but it teaches you to do the feed call. Right. Because once you learn to do tuka 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 tuka. Well so that's basically what I teach them. If if you were gonna be taking somebody let's say that they got some experience at calling. Okay, how, how, how much experience they have is anybody's guess. Um, but, you know, we, we've got kind of a an opportunity here tonight for you to kind of go through this and, and uh, just pretend everybody here is on the same same <laughs> level, you know, like you know, like your kids, I guess, you know, maybe maybe advanced, I don't know. Um, I've hunted with some guys that honestly had, they, they had calls hanging around their neck and I never heard them blow them. Maybe they were just too intimidated or didn't want to blow them or, or maybe it's maybe it's because of my calling skills. They were so intimidated they didn't want to, you know, embarrass them. I had one the other day. Told me that his buddy wouldn't let him blow in the call, and I told him to blow it. And I couldn't understand why his buddy wouldn't let him blow the call. You can't learn to call it up if you don't blow the call. That's true. That's true. I, mean, I was kidding can. about my I was kidding about my calling skills. By the way. <laughs> oh no! You That's why I, I specialize in using a whistle. I'm not gonna see. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Trying for how to call ducks because there, there's no real. You know, the calling of the ducks isn't so much the duck call as it is the duck caller. Oh, yeah, I agree. It is what you do and when you do it. you got to learn to read the duck, and you got to know what to say to him and what not to say to him. You've got to play the, the wind conditions, the clouds, the sunshine, the, you know, the, the rainy, the foggy. There's different ways, and you got to you got to you learn that over years. And when you run someone off, run a duck off, you got to with what you did, you got to remember. Don't do that again. <laughs> that's what you that's know. What that is okay. he don't like it. They don't. What he don't like today don't mean he won't like it tomorrow. Right. And you got to learn to read the duck. You know, when he wants to let it come in there, don't blow him out there. Let him come on in. And you know, a lot of people do that. They blow him out, and that's why a lot of because a lot of people. They hear this uh, this uh, Main Street calling, and they think, you know, uh, somewhere here in the shop, they think that's what you're supposed to rear down, see how loud you can blow a duck call, and that's not so. The best way to test a duck call to hunt, uh, for hunting is to use, is not to see how loud it'll go, but to see how much duck it's got at the bottom. Right. Because that's what you're going to do is call a duck. You right. don't want to run to Canada. In you fact, know, right now, we need somebody up in Canada to run them down here. <laughs> Are you guys not seeing very many birds over there yet? Not a few, but it's not getting cold up north. Uh, I mean, we will have, and uh, but you know, right now, it's just it's just uh, they just we've got so much water. We've got water everywhere, and I, you know, I drove all the way to Maryland. All I've seen was water, 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 water. Yeah. And everybody I talked to it was the same way. I talked to a guy in South Dakota. They seventy degrees last week up there. Yeah. It's been getting kind of cold here, but I mean, that's fun about duck call. And he was telling me it was 68 up there and ducks up there about 1,000. Oh. Well, I've, about, so. There's been a lot of mallards filtering in here in the last week. You know, it's been yeah, kind of cold here, but. Uh, Let's say now, where are you located? Wichita, Kansas. Yeah, so you're in Kansas. Kansas, uh, they, they, have some, they had some in Kansas now in a part of Missouri. They didn't have very many. Right. I forget which part of Kansas it was. They was they was doing pretty good, 
and then uh, the other part wasn't. So I, I guess those are moving on down through. But they had a snow in Kansas, but it, it didn't last long. I think it was raining. No, and that was, I'll tell you what, that was out west. You know, this last weekend was opening weekend for pheasant season. And it is, it was, by all by all accounts, from what I heard from everybody that went, was the best pheasants shooting they've had yeah. in, a, in a million years. That's the, the birds same were way holding it tight, and it was wet, and the dogs could work, and the birds weren't running five miles before they'd flush. And, uh, that was the same way it was in South Dakota. Yeah, it was awesome. Had more of the season they've had, too. They had awesome. you know, all that growth, that water, you know, they couldn't get in there. Plenty of food. There's plenty of food for the ducks. We got we got crops that never even going to be got out. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, the ducks are going to have a feast. They, they probably be fat, they can't get back to Canada. <laughs> I mean, you know, they talk about Our government's talking about us being obese. You talk about obese, we're going to have some obese ducks. Well, ain't nothing wrong with Terrible. that. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, if they can swim yeah, into the decoys. Yeah, like, <laughs> like some of them stay in our refrigerators. <laughs> oh, yeah. It ought to be good. Yeah, I'll tell you what I did see the other day. Well, and, I'm sorry, what? I said they all be good eating because they've been well fed. Oh yeah, <laughs> I saw something the other day that I was kind of surprised at, and I mean we got a bunch of Canadian geese here or Canada geese here, and yeah. uh, there's a lot of those around here all the time. But today I saw a huge flock of cacklers. I couldn't believe it. I mean it was, you, you know, yes, cacklers. I could not believe it. It's like boys, you guys are way off course. Uh, yeah, they you are, know, huh? <laughs> They sure are. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm telling you, it was. I was I was standing there and I heard this noise and I turn around and I look and I look up and here's these little bitty shrunk up Canadian geese flying along and they're just all you know, just doing their little, their little business. When I first heard them, it sounded kind of you know they kind of sound like snow geese you know when they're flying real high pitched yeah. like that. Um, and I stood there and I looked and sure, yeah, that's what it was. Just a whole bunch of little tiny shrunk up Canadian geese. So, yeah. um, and then I saw a big old flock. Oh. Probably four or five hundred birds in the flock of snow geese already. Yeah, is, we've seen a lot. Of, we got some snow geese. We got some quite a few specks down right now too. Yeah. Specks come down early, and believe it or not, we got pintails already down here, which is unusual. Last four or five years, for some reason pintails start showing up down here. Well, a month ago, <clears throat> during the early season up at Cheyenne Bottoms, the place was lousy with pintails and mm-hmm. redheads. Ooh, send us yeah. some redhead. <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy. There was guys going up there hunting redheads just so they could shoot, you know, a couple of Drake redheads to get them mounted. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was they're beautiful birds. We've been having we've been having pintails here the last couple of years, real good, and the, and specks is really getting and the specks is getting bigger population. Yeah, we you know we're allowed to kill too here. Yeah, they're good. They're good eating birds. I'm telling oh, you, oh yes, what. they are. They're very good. So, they're good eating well, birds. I'll tell you. Let's um. Let's talk about this duck calling stuff, all right? All right. You, all right. We got a bunch of people that are listening, and uh, this is going to be a show that they're going to want to keep, you know, handy and listen to several times. So, I'm I'm just going to shut up and let you walk it, walk through it, and and do your thing like you were talking to a class of people and and do your thing, okay? I mean, what do you want me to tell them? That's just it. Well, I mean, let's just start with with the basics of how you how you get a duck call going and and the important things you do, and you know, just like you would a bunch of kids. Oh, okay. Overgrown uh, kids I, with camouflage I, on, but still. <laughs> you know. I went through that a while ago with, that, uh, with, the, with the kids stuff. You know, the kids, well, even adults. Anybody that doesn't know how to blow a duck call. Right. The best word used, and I know there's going to be all kinds of disagreements on with me on this, but the best word to use is hut. 
because you can whistle. If you can whistle the word, if you go hut, it's got to come from your diaphragm up. Huh. See, it's not really, the H comes off. It's really more like oot, oot. And it's, you know, you blow air. And then cut it off of the tongue, and it'll make a quack. Like, see? That's just, can you hear that, what I'm doing? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's all you do is you, and it'll go. See? And the fact if you want to really drag it out, say, like that, and make a long one. See? You start it off easy and hit it hard to get to do that. It's the same way with the tuka. You just start it off like, To get it to go faster, then you just keep working it that way and try and speed it up like. And you know, a lot of people think that that fast roll when they hear a call go, that you're really saying it real fast, that you're really, really going fast with tongue. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it, and then I'm going to pull a duck call away from my tongue, tongue and you're going to hear exactly how fast this tongue's going. It ain't going as fast as you think it's going. Say so like. That's how fast it's going. It's all how you push the air in there. You like, but the duck hunt, you would just like that. And then you would just throw a little quack in there, like. See? You don't want to overdo it on that and just play your birds with. But you got to learn the basics first. And the basics, the two basics I use is hut. For the quack, and took a for the feed call. Now, on like on the hail call or the quacks, you can use you can use the word hut. You can use the word gut, and you can use the word get, and you can also use the word uh, do it. Do it. And here they are, like hut. If you just say hut, like, that's hut, see? Now here's gut. See, they sound almost the same. Now here's get. And here's do it. See? They all sound the same. And there's a number of other words you can use. But like hut is, and gut is, and I like to use, and get, and do it. You can even use the word dwack or dewitt, dewitt. That's the letter, like Blake dewitt plays with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Dewitt, just say dewitt, dewitt, like, see? You can tell I'm saying dewitt. And most people don't know that you can even do it with numbers like one, two, three, four, five, six. And it sounds like this, like this. And you're doing, you're counting with your throat and not your tongue. And it's like this, like one, two, three, four, which you like, with that, the back end of the duck call. <laughs> then you turn it around and just go. <laughs> See? That's how you do it. Now, if you want to stretch that first quack out into like, quack, 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 just say one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> See? It'll come out. Quack, 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 quack. And it's the same way with a hut, just a hut, 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 hut. <laughs> it makes it come out just like the like a quack. <laughs>
And to make it faster, you just say a quirk like, and try to work, chop your, chop your load off a little quicker like, see, and, see, just kind of, you can even use the word yak, believe it or not, just yak, 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 yak. And I'll get it. That's for the fast or slow. <laughs> now that little, and the, to make it whine, a lot of people think you're saying a word, but you're not. You have to just say, <laughs> that's all I'm saying in the duck call to make it whine. It just, very little air. And see, when you put them together, like that those are the different words and the easiest words actually if you use the words from the like gut because to say gut you got to use your throat before you use your tongue see hut gut get is all done with the throat and that's where you want to start your your quack from or you can act as a quack quack will even do the same thing as long as it comes from back quack and you're going to cut it off with your tongue at the back of your tongue quack and hut you're going to cut it off with the middle of your tongue. Get, you're going to cut it off with your middle of your tongue. And gut, you're going to cut it off with the middle of your tongue. But the best way to learn it is, like I said, with the back end of the duck call, just learn to blow. First, just blow like a piece of paper. Hold it in front of your mouth and just blow that part and then cut it off with your tongue. Like, see? And you'll hear that little pop. Then you turn the duck call around just go, And don't try and go fast. Too many people try. First thing you do, and I've had them do it, they come up to the shop and you tell them to, to, to go like, and the first thing I do it, when you told them to go, you got to learn one before you can learn two. It's sort of like a baby. You got to learn to walk before you take off jogging, before you take off running. So the first thing you got to do is learn to stand on the foot and walk. So you learn just one at a time, like, and you always go back and get the second one. Always go back and get the second one and the third one. When you first start, like, <laughs> see how I was going back and getting each one? Uh-huh. After a period of time, you see now I was going back and getting them. Are you still there? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I need to know when I ask you a question so you understand. No, I, I, uh, I answered you. I'm sorry. It wasn't very oh, loud. Okay. Yeah. Say that. You learn it that slow like that, and then you learn to put it. Once you get the habit of hut, 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 then you can learn to go hut, 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 like this. And then if you've got that, then conquer that. Then, and the best thing to do when you're with somebody is listen to them. Listen to what they do. Don't try and copy them. Don't try and act that sound exactly like them. Try and, and do what they're doing. Like if they're going... Then drag your first quack out and say, like that. And if they're going fast, always start with the throat. And you can tell this when you're doing the throat from the tongue. Now here's the throat, and here's the tongue. And you can tell the difference in the two. And when you're doing that, this lie here, really all you're doing is making noise. 
You want to do the you want to do the quack like a duck? Don't he doesn't go. A duck go. Or it may go. But it doesn't do any of that real, you know, tight panty stuff. And the problem is, people try to go too fast too soon. And they try to, and, and instead of learning the basics first, and they always learn the basics. The basics is the key, and that's what I stress with these kids. That's why so many people down here can blow duck off so good, because they are taught the basics from the time. Some of the most of these people down here get their kids a duck call when they're born. <laughs> I'm not lying. We sell them born on call. No, I no, believe me. I know. I, I believe me. I know. How many kids get a duck call for their when they're born? They put their birth date on that rascal. I know. I know. I mean that. That's called black clothes. It ain't a gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> it actually blows. And when that kid gets the first grade, just like this year, I got I had that sign up, and I limited it to 50 and ended up with 74. You had to lift them. Only got so much room in the shop, you know. Right. Now, back when I was at the youth center, I had a great old big building. I used to average 120 and for years there. And in, in the 40 years I've done it, I've averaged probably close to 100 a year just through the clinic. That's amazing. Yes. And they've all been taught this system I'm showing you right now. Okay. Of course, there's a system for, uh, you know, one thing nobody ever, ever ever shows, you know, it's one thing to put a duck call in the person's hand, but it's another thing for him to know how to blow it. And I'm right. one of them that believes that you need to, like if you're in the shop here and you come and get a call and you pick one out, I'll show, I'll show them how to blow it. I, I'll have them quacking before they leave here. Uh-huh. And uh, they're not going to be blowing like, <laughs> they'll be doing this though. And they'll be doing this. <laughs> I can get them to do that before. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that the younger they are they start, the easier it is to teach them. It's hard to teach an adult because they got so many bad habits. You know, that little computer up there, that brain, it's only got so much room. Right. And then megabytes is done eat up where the well, kids' uh, brains are wide some open. folks have more room than that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, well, they may have, but I, what I'm what I'm getting at is a, a kid is just like a brand new computer, right? Where an adult is like a ten year old computer. It's done got a whole bunch in it, right? That's true. And it's got an old habit in there. That computer will keep going back to that old habit until you but, can somehow get that old habit out of. Them. You know, I'll tell you what. This last year, um, I I kind of redid the entire way that I called. You know, I just I. I didn't like the way it was sounding, and I just, I just honestly just tried to start over from 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 the Our ground zero track. and go up. And boy, I'll tell you what, you're right. There, there's some habits you can't undo. I mean, no, they're hard. You got to really fight it. You got to really fight it. Yeah. And that, see, I spent my whole life studying this on not studying the making part as much as when Chick Major was teaching me to blow. I was paying attention to everything he ever told anybody. And I studied it. Everything I can, I can listen to a person, and after I've heard him a while, I can blow like him. Mm-hmm. Because I've studied. You got. I just got an ear for it. I guess I don't know. You, but I've studied the different. That's where I know all these different words. You know, you've you've gotten where they say use Hank and Hink and all this other stuff. Where I've studied it, and what I've done is come up with what I think are the best words and the easiest words to use. Not the most complicated, but the easiest words. You don't want to make it complicated. It ain't got to be complicated. It's called duck. A duck ain't complicated. 
See, the cops case sometimes when they get contrary after they've been shot from Canada down to here. But, you know, it's just the basics is what they, you got to learn. And the easiest word is like now, like on the feed call, there's the tooka. You've got, you've got on the feed call, you've got tooka and you've got duga or dugga, whichever way you want to call it. And you've got digga and you've got ticka. And you've got kitty and giddy. Are you I'll writing all you. these down? Are you writing these all down as you're doing this? Yeah. Okay, because I, I can hear something that sounds like a pencil. That's what it was. Across some paper there. Okay, good. Well, i got to do that so I can remember what I told you. <laughs> okay. I mean, I know them all, but then I don't want to leave one out after I told it to you. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm sort of, I'm sort of like, a, I'm sort of like Obama, and I got to, you know, get, and the rest of them politicians, you've got to have notes. You gotta have you notes in a, in a teleprompter. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's my teleprompter right there. Oh, good deal. Good that's deal. Bad. That's good but see, deal. here's a tooka. Here's a duga. Here's a digga. Here's a ticka. Here's a giddy. And here's the kitty. See? Now, here, here's t- all of them I'm gonna do a little faster. First, we're gonna start with tooka like. Like that, and then the dugger, and then the digger, and the ticker, and the kitty, and the giddy. See, they all sound alike. What you got to do is find out which one fits you. The easiest one I found to teach a kid is tooker. Like tooker, It's more like It's come like gurgling. You know how you gargle that listerine. Well, that's where it's coming from. It's from the gargle. In other words, you're kind of getting back in your throat and squeezing it down. And that's what I call revving it up. See? And it makes that, that, that deep sound. And you can have the fine sound like... And that's what you'll hear most people doing. That's because they haven't got any throat in it. When it's real fine, they're... And that you've heard, and I know you've heard a bunch do that when oh, yeah. they do the feed. Well, you want to get a deeper feed, like, and to do that, see how deep I'm talking? Not right. Get out. Do do. Well, you know what? It, it's a good thing you don't drink, because people. <laughs> what? You need to go back and listen to this show when it's over. Cause I'll tell you right now. How's that? Oh, this is this is some priceless stuff. I'm doing that bad? No, it sounds great. But if if people were just listening to this conversation and didn't know what we were talking about, they'd go, "What in the hell is wrong with that guy?" Well, that people say that about me, and what the hell is You know, I started out as idiot, oh. and now I'm a complete idiot, and I still don't it. I think my village called. They're looking for me too. Can you imagine being, having seven and four kids in a two-hour period? Oh, God. This is good. On a duck call. I'm talking about in the classroom. I'm talking about on a duck call. Oh, my gosh. And one of my one of my little classes in there, I had 20, 28 kids. Uh-huh. I got 28 kids going. <laughs> Multiply that time 28. Uh, do you use earplugs when you're doing this class? 
Yeah, multiply that time twenty eight for fifteen minutes I went through tonight. <laughs> and I'm still I'm, I can still laugh. <laughs> and then I added the fifth group, but that's they don't take part in that thing uptown, but the fifth group's actually about the kids that are from here that I teach it'll be a blowing in the junior worlds and I got some dandies. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say any of them win, but I'm gonna tell you what, they'll know they was there. Because they could blow the duck off. Right. I guarantee you. I've got some in there that you know, they can blow and I mean they can blow good. And okay. they've been taking lessons all oh, for a while and you know, some of them, some of them gonna lose, some of them gonna win, some of them may never win. Right. But one thing I know about them. They're not going to get mad if they lose. Right. They're going to go up there and they're going to do just exactly what they're told to do, and that's what they're going to do, and they're going to come off there in good spirits. They aren't going to come off there all upset and mad and complaining because they're not taught to do that. People I teach aren't allowed to do that. Of course, I'll get right in the middle of them. Right. I'll let them do that. They're not supposed to do that. They're supposed to blow the duck all the best they can do, and that's all they can do. They do not decide whether they win or they lose. All they can decide, the only deal they got Anybody blows in the contest, there ain't but one thing. They do not control whether they win or lose. The only thing they control is how they blow the duck off. Right. The best they can do, that's all they can do. It's up to the judges to decide who is the best. Right. And it depends on what, what you might think is the best, I might not think it's the best. That's why they have five judges. And, you know, if you get up there and you blow your routine and you blow it, get it to where you can blow it that way every time, and you don't make mistakes and stuff, and you come in 16th out of 16th, and that was the best you could do, then you that's the best you can do. And that's all you can ever ask of anybody. Right. You can't ask anybody to do any more. He can't, does not control. All he controls is how good he blows. Now, if he blows real, if he gets up and mess up, then he beats himself. If he blows as good as he can blow, and, and that's as good as he can do. And that's all you ask of a kid. That's all you should ask of anybody. You know, nobody, nobody's perfect. Nothing is perfect. The only right. perfect thing, he was put away on a cross a long time ago. Right. That was the only perfect thing. And everybody tries to, there's nothing wrong with trying to be perfect. But the way I teach them is to do the best you can do, and that's what I want you to do, the best you can do. That's why I got my little system for beginners and semi-advanced and advanced and the other group. And I've got it all wrote down how they got it by strength, like second strength, third strength, fourth strength, fifth strength. There's so many quacks in there. And they know right. how many quacks in there. And they get it down pat when they walk up their wings tonight. That board's going to be in front of them. They don't have to memorize it. I'm going to be sitting there with a stick pointing at it. So they'll know exactly what to do. And they're all doing the same thing. And the one that does it the best, or that the judges think does it the best, the one that's going to win. Yeah. Well, when I, when I interrupted you about um, you were in the middle of, of uh, the feeding chuckle or the feeding call when I interrupted you. That's fine. You know, and it kind of got you off track there. I'm sorry about that. Oh, you didn't get me off track. That's what this show's for. we got to move. If you don't, you can't stay in one spot. People get bored. <laughs> they may I don't think they're going to have a chance to get bored with this one tonight. There ain't they no may way. already be bored with me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're so used to doing this. I mean, and, and here's the bad thing is that you kind of just take it for granted that, you know, I mean, you do this and it's just like, eh, it's no big deal. There's 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 hundreds of people listening to this thing tonight that have never had the chance to listen to you blow a duck call before. You yeah, know? I'll probably I'll be cussed and discussed all over the place tomorrow, probably. Oh, I'm sure you're you're being cussed and discussed right now. I'm sure. By a few I bet I'm being cussed. <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh, cussed. <laughs> but I I know you know you know 
my way ain't perfect. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying people got to do what I say do. And, you know, right. So I'm just what this is what I teach, and you know, I've been proven with it. I've taught 63 world champions, so I've done something right. Well, you got, you got that going for you, and from from what I've heard, I've never heard the man blow a duck call before, but uh, Chick Majors was was pretty good on a duck call too. He was. So, it, it, but that was a different day and time back when we blew it. You know, now if you'd blew the way we blow now, they'd blew you off the stage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, back then, you, the people you had to call like you. Uh, I never even hit that first red light back then. Minute fifteen, and we had to call like you was calling ducks. Uh-huh. And then somehow it just, you know, it stretched and it stretched and it stretched and it's got to where it is now, which is still the same. It's basically the same. It's just longer. Uh-huh. And, you know, people think that people blowing on Main Street can't call it up. Well, they need to stop and check. Most of them people is calling up there on Main Street front every day. Right. That they can except when they're getting ready for go to, to this contest. And when they come up here, they go hunting. And they call ducks as big as a lot of them are guides. Yeah. So they can call ducks. The key is... If you're blowing a contest, you got to understand, there's contest calling, and then there's going out and doing the duck call, the actual duck, you know, the one that flies with the wings. That's the one you want to get. That's two different ways of blowing. But if you can blow as good as them guys up on the stage, then that's going to make a better caller out of you when you're hunting because you are going to know how to go from top to bottom. You're going to know how to... You're going to know how to do the feed call with the quacks in it, how to do the feed call with the clucks, how to roll the feed call, how to do fast feed, how to do the wind, do it all. You're going to know how to do high, high ball. You're going to know how to do low. You're going to know how to do the middle. You're going to know how to do it all because you do everything. There's the only thing, and, you, you know, you've heard people get out there on that, they hear that loud, long hail call up here on stage. How many times have you been out hunting to see a bunch of ducks out there and a person don't rear down and just blow real long and loud at them, trying to pull one out of it? That's oh, you know, you, you hear you hear it every now and then. That's you right. Know? You'll hear it every now and then. Yeah. He is no. don't do it when the duck's in top of you. Right. It's no. all right to blast away at something when there ain't none here, you know, right there that you can see that you know is a duck duck. Right. It's called the one that looks like a blackbird up there that way. <laughs> I'm really going to get cussed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know we don't use that real loud, uh, long stuff that much. Well, the love probably, oh, uh, maybe a 15, 20 note maybe sometimes. Not very often. In a rice field, mostly in open water where you're going to use more longer calling because you want that, you're trying for that sound to reach on out. If it's soft, it's not going to go as far as loud. Uh-huh. And that's the reason you'll, do, you'll use a, a longer, higher note in the open water in the rice fields than you will in a timber. Oh, yeah. In a marsh, you'll call a different way. And in little pothole ponds, you'll call a different way. In little breaks, and you know, these little breaks and stuff, you'll call a different way. That's what you've got to learn to do is where you're at, learn to adjust to that that uh, situation. Right. Well, that's that's something you can't really, I mean, you can, oh, you can. You can kind of discuss I mean, it with people and they kind of, kind of explain it a little bit, but you can't really... I can't uh, tell them how to do it. Can't teach it. No, that's true. That's no, true. All I can all I can teach you is how you do the bait. You got I can teach you how to blow a duck call, but I can't teach you how to call a duck. I could right. if I was with you, but I'm not gonna be with you. Yeah. I just like you. You can teach me if you go out with them. You can you can say now here, I'm gonna let you do the call, and you just listen and do what I tell you to do. Uh huh. That's how I was taught. 
Mr. Belcher taught me that way. After he killed the duck, we stayed. We didn't shoot. We stayed. He told I had to call. Uh-huh. And he told me what to do and when to do it. That's how I learned to do what to do and when to do what. Uh-huh. And that's how I know that on different days, you call different ways. It just depends. You know, you take an old cloudy, old cloudy day is a hard day called ducks. A good sunny day is a good day. You know, and that's that's very true, and most people think it's just the opposite. Oh, no, 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 no. And a foggy day, you know, they're on top of you before you know what happens. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. pretty sunny day is the best days usually, if the ducks are around. But a cloudy day is, is rough. You get them old cloudy days, now you get a, you get a real still sunny day and you're in an open water place and there isn't no water moving, you better have something to make that water move because that water is just like a mirror. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you want to make you want something, a jerk string or something to make the water move. But uh, like uh, back to the, the the feed calling and stuff, you know, a lot of people don't even know about clucking and stuff on duck call. I mean, they, their idea of feed call is just... Uh, <laughs> They don't know nothing about this club, like. <laughs> See, like that? Now, that Maybe. right there, that right there, you're right. I, I've never done that before in a duck call, okay? And I'm going to tell I you right all time. that, well, that, that right there uh, yeah. sounds more like the hens that are down here on the creek behind the house feeding on the when acorns. When the is close in is when you use that. When you yeah. get, I call it pecking at him. Uh-huh. I call it pecking at him. You know, they're coming, and you just you you don't want to you don't want to blast them, so you just <laughs> real soft. Now just kind of kind of peck him, let him don't let him know where you're at because if you, if you hit it hard, he's gonna know exactly where you're at. Now now, what's the sound you're making into the duck call when you're making that noise? Cuck, cuck, cuck. Like this. Okay. Now I'm doing it loud. You don't do it that loud. I'm having to do it loud so you can pick it up. It's like cuckoo, cuckoo work, cuckoo clock. Uh huh. Like cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. See? And close your hand in on the call. And as you, as you, and then throw your little gut in there, gut. Or a quack, just gut. You'll notice I'll say gut. <laughs> See? That's right. what I call that's what I call packages. <laughs> Which work good in fields. Mm-hmm. Because that's what the fields where they're gonna feed. And that is feed. Well, that's what I was going to say. That's that's the noise these hens down here when they when they climb out of the creek and they're right. scurrying around on the river on the creek banks, getting all the acorns. You know, you know how the hens one will get up there and start getting on some acorns, and next thing you know, there's like six or seven more ducks just up in there all over them. You know, it's like they're racing to the next acorn, and they're all I call it pecking at them. Is what I call it. Call it what? I call it pecking at them. You just peck at them. Just yeah. Well, and, and that's that little that little noise that they make, you know. You can also do it with took, mm-hmm. like or shook. You can use took, shook. See, real easy. No air, make the tongue kind of hang. 
And that other gecka, gecka, I'm saying gecka. <laughs> so they'll think it's a quacky, gecka, gecka. <laughs> See? That gecka, gecka. That ain't nothing but gecka. You can use gecka, gee That's the thing. 
say. From a stomach, you push it from your stomach and close your throat off. You don't say a word. If you, in fact, if you put your hand up your mouth, you won't hardly even feel the air. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got to learn it first. Say like me. You listen. There won't be no air. You won't, you won't hear no sound from this. <laughs> See, mm-hmm. you got to find it. <laughs> Hey, just out, of, just out of curiosity's sake, are you using that call that I sent you tonight to, to do these? Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm using, I don't what am I using? I'm using I MVP. <laughs> what is it? An MVP. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Over the drawer. Wait a minute. I can get it. <laughs> Find it. Hold on here a minute. Well, keep talking. I, you hear me? All right. No, I'm I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of glad you still got it with that bunch of thieves you work with over there. I figured they probably would have snagged it. What's that? Probably a good thing. Yeah, and and you've managed to lose the key, right? <laughs> and you've lost the key, right? <laughs> oh, I ain't lost the key. I got the key right. I just unlocked this door. I've got two or three different places I keep up calls. These calls right here ain't collector calls. I usually keep in here. They only stay in here about a day, and then I don't move these things out. Uh huh. Yeah, because when I'm in here looking at everybody else in here looking at Right. Uh, well, heck, where is it? I know that well is where it is. Probably in the case room. Yeah, lock them in the case. If you don't do that, that's where it's at, it's in the case. I can't get in the case. I'd have to leave the whole room to go there. Yeah. I don't worry about it. I was just curious. What's your yeah. reason? Actually, there was a bunch of people wanting to know. I just, I don't even, I just grabbed one here. I ain't even using mine. Huh. <laughs> I got these out of case. Mm. You aren't going to believe it, but I don't own one. You don't even own a duck call? No, I just use whichever one I grab. <laughs> I can use what, them all. It's a good thing you don't own a car dealership. <laughs> well, I own one. I mean, when somebody comes in and needs one, like like I got this, uh, this uh, one I've been blowing too, is this... Uh, Fluorescent green daisy cutter, it's mine, but it won't be long. Somebody will need one because we won't have one, and I'll use mine, I'll sell it, and then I'll get me another later. Right. I own one, but I don't own one. <laughs> right. I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about there. Or not. Yeah, I do. No, I, no, I completely understand. I'm letting it go. There's only one I won't let go. And I found back in the back, I like it. It's a red, uh, I'll say red, red daisy cutter, and uh, Lewis the Engraver made it up for me. It has, uh, I, used to, I like to go to casinos every now and then. Yeah, not very often here lately because you can't play them anymore. Uh, it's got on there and where it still has daisy cutter and stuff for RNT. It's got the ducks flying in with the dollar signs. Mm-hmm. And on it, it's got B, dollar sign, R, that's Butch Richard back. And underneath it has Richard Tone Duck called. And it's got on it high roller. And on the other side, it has three sevens. 
Because in the casino, you know, there's a slot machine, and the triple red sevens is the best you can get. Uh-huh. And the day I took that over, and believe it or not, I hit the jackpot. <laughs> I'll be darned. Yeah, so that, I don't, that's I don't let anybody, everybody's wanted this call because there ain't one of them that existed. But that's uh-huh. what I've been blowing, too. That's the white was blowing it a while ago. That, <laughs> that's my daisy cutter now. Nobody, that one there is mine. Uh-huh. Nobody can get it, and nobody can get this old style with the maroon barrel and the blue end. And everybody likes it, too. This is my old style. This is when I first started back in 76. That's my old style. And it's not real loud. That was the high note back in the 70s. Yeah. Believe it or not. This is the high note in the 70s. And this is the high note in the 2000s. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is the way you had. This is the way they sounded in the seventies mm-hmm. when I won. That's the way the duck call sounded. I kind of like the seventies duck call sound. Yeah. Then they evolved, yeah. and they started getting a little louder and a little louder until they've gone to the MVP. But I, the, uh, you know, routine on these. I can blow routine on the old style, yeah. but it, it's not going to be loud like this. But it'll sound more like a duck. Actually, it's going to have more. More of uh, how how you say it? Uh, it's more like more uh, not as high pitched. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know what word I'm looking for. It's right in the middle there, not um, like a mellower sound maybe, uh-huh. or, or a little little flatter sound. It's not as you know. Just Where the your newer calls are, they got a little bit more volume with to them than than they did. And you got your daisy cutter, and you got your timber call, and you got your your uh, short barrel, and then the MVP. Now the MVP, that's one to teach with. That's why I had it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well. Let, let's talk about a hunting situation here, not not stage, okay? But a hunting okay. situation. Um, your greeting call or your hail call. Uh, how are you uh, stringing that together, and how many notes do you normally use? Like, and I'm, and I'm talking about in a normal hunting situation, you know. Oh, in a normal hunting situation. Mm-hmm. Something like like this. Start getting into the closer then. I guarantee you, there's no telling how many listeners saying that ain't right. <laughs> what I just did. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, I guess I'm gonna, I'm just gonna have to say that, you know, uh, 
there's a lot of guys out there that can sure as heck learn a lot from this. I know I'm I'm learning yeah. a lot from it. Uh, you know, it depends on the individual. Some people blow, you know, it depends. And, you know, some like to pop it, and it works. There's mm-hmm. no set way. That's what it do a lot of people. There's no set way. You can watch ten different videos, and you're going to see ten different ways to call ducks and ducks coming to all of them. Yeah. You know, it depends. Really, the main thing is to be where the ducks are. The location is the key. Well, you know, that's that's true. And, and you know, also, a lot of times there's a lot of guys that have to hunt in, uh, you know, public right. areas. And there's nothing wrong with hunting in public areas. Um, well, you better be a caller you're getting in public hunting areas. Okay? Yeah, you, either, you, are, you better be either a really good caller or don't call at all. That's, that's one. Yeah, I've, I've seen that where if, if you're not a really good caller, you're better off not calling at all because the ducks, they get call shy real quick after they've been, you know, in a few of those right. places. But, um yeah, I tell you, it's there. And you know, the thing about it is, a lot of public hunting areas, and I can't speak for your part of the world, but I know that around here, you know, after the first few weeks of the season, I mean, we got pheasant season that opened up, um, and you know, the duck hunters kind of, I mean, there's the diehards that, that go out every day and, and miss work if they could, but um, there's a lot of these guys that you know they switch to pheasants or quail or whatever, <clears throat> and there's a, a population decline at the public hunting areas a lot of times as far as duck hunting is concerned. Come down here at our public hunting ground now, it's going to be crowded. I mean, it's oh, yeah. You yeah. better, I mean, the guy who can really call the ducks is going to get them. Yeah. And there's some down here that knows every little hole in that thing and knows just exactly what to say and when to say it in that hole. Right. To get that duck to come in that hole and it'll take them right away from you. And they, it just, you know, they, they, they know what to do and when to do it. I uh-huh. mean, you get the shooting ground down here like the biomeat area, you you go in there now. You better you better get get ready because you know I saw you on a show. Speaking of that, this last week or two weeks ago, uh, where you were down there in um, some duck hunting camp that uh, old Nash Buckingham used to shoot in. Do you remember that show? It was a Ducks Unlimited show, I think. Oh yeah, that's the uh, Five Oaks. Yeah, and Wade Borden was in there with you, and you guys were. And it was raining and crappy and, you know, <laughs> perfect, perfect duck weather. My dad would say that was perfect duck weather. And I never figured out until years later what he meant was you'd have to be a duck to appreciate that kind of weather. You know? <laughs> oh, Wade Bourne was down. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. He, yeah. He's going to be on the show in a couple of weeks. He ought, that ought to be a lot of fun. Hey, you I know. He'll probably that? be more fun than I am. <laughs> What's that? He'll be more fun than I am. Oh, I don't know about that. You're a pretty good guy. Um, you know, the, the thing is, you started calling the competitions back in the mid-70s, right? Yeah, I was blowing in, well, in the 50s when I was a little kid. Okay. Yeah, I was well, I mean, oh, 57. You, you've seen First how... Year, what's that? Back when I blew, there wasn't all these regional stuff. You either won the state or you didn't qualify for the world. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? I didn't realize it back then, how, how popular duck call competitions were. They've actually, they've actually, uh, there was actually a lot more competitions back then than there are now. I mean, on yeah. a lot of different levels, and um, I mean, it was, it was some big stuff back then. I mean, there was, I'm, I saw ads for this uh, husband and wife team that they would let you come and stay with them, and they would teach oh, yeah. you how to blow a duck call, and they'd charge you out the wazoo to learn how to blow a duck call. Yeah, I don't do that. I, yeah. I ain't never charged anybody. I'm not going to. Well, these I people were back in the fifties and sixties, and I mean, I they were. They were quite the, quite the deal, but um, 
you know, you've seen it evolve. What do you, what's that? There's people do that now. I don't do that. Well, that, now they sell a lot of DVDs and CDs and stuff. You know? Oh, yeah. But, uh, they, um, there's nothing like face-to-face, though. Oh, I, I agree. I agree 100%. Hey, you give me a person face-to-face, I can get him going. Well, I mean, I, I can get them going if they come face-to-face. Yeah. It's hard to explain it like over the phone. I can I can blow it, but you can't see what I'm doing, and I can't see what you're doing to show you what I'm operating, how my throat, and, you know, and get, of course, you know, they get right in the middle. Those who come down and do take the private lessons from me, they call it butch as hell. Because, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I put them through a ringer. I mean, they'll go in this. they go in this room, and when they come out, they're ringing wet sweats. Because I mean, I work them until they get it. You're hard on them, man. I tell you. No, I'm not really hard on them. I just, you know, I don't let them. I don't let them. Uh, I don't like for a person to tell me he can't. Right. I mean, that's a no-no. There ain't no such. Right. There is no such word as can't. Yeah. Can't never could and never will. It's all I will. Right. And you will if you'll make up your mind to do it. But you. I had one today uh, that I was working with. He was come down today, <laughs> and he told his mom and dad, he said, oh, boy, he said, last time I went down there, he really got <laughs> working over. He come in here today, and he left out of here. He was sweating and everything, but he was blowing that duck call right when he left here, and he'd be blowing better the next time he comes. It would be the first time for him to blow in the junior worlds. Uh-huh. He'll do pretty good, but he's only 11 years old. He come all the way from Missouri, drove all the way down here for a little bitty 20-minute lesson. Apparently the kid wants to do something with it, so I got about twenty coming this Saturday. Uh huh. They come from out of they come from out of town anywhere from four to six hours away. And you're gonna have your your thing for the kids is when Friday or Saturday? Wednesday night. Next Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. Yeah, next Wednesday night, night before Thanksgiving. And that's when they get to blow their contest? That's when they blow in their little contest. I have my thing in the lessons tonight and tomorrow night and then Monday and Tuesday. We go through the script and everything. I set the board up and show them just exactly what they got to do and everything. And the people that helped me do this have been helping me for, God, 20, 30 years. And I saw some of the judges. I had one judge, uh, Kurt Schuneman from uh, Iowa. He always come down. He come to no, Minnesota. He come down here. He made his trip down here just so he could judge this little contest. That's awesome. Love judging this little contest when it was at the youth center. He blowed in the world for years and years. I've had Charles Petty. They ju- he judges for me some. Jim Ronquist, uh, J.D. Stanley. And this year there's going to be some that's coming down and coming early just so, so they can help me with my little contest. Going to judge. They're qualified for the world. They, I got people that are going to be judging are qualified for the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, my little old group is going to have have class A judges for people that's going to sit there and go. And they're going to sit there and decide who they think lurked the most. And the kids already know that it's not going to do them any good to get up there and try and be cute and go fast, like, because <laughs> they're not going to get nowhere with it. They right. already know it out front. Well, you've been doing the contest calling for over 50 years, right? Yeah. About 51 years now, or 52 years to be exact. I haven't been blowing in them. I've been teaching it. Okay. I blew well, in contest. I was through blowing in contest in 1975 when I was 29. Well, where do you see the where do you see the contest calling going in the next, oh, let's say, ten, fifteen years? Mm, it's getting a little bigger. It seems like. Yeah. It seems like it, it is. Um, you know, it's up to. Some of the contests are going down, and then others are picking up. 
Right. So it's hard to really tell because you got to take all the callers are from, you know, where you're at and down this way. And you get up north and there's not that many, but there's getting more up there. See, that's what I'm talking about. They, they are, they are getting, they're, they're catching on more and more. It's sort of like duck hunting, you know, back in the 50s, all the duck hunting was down here. Uh-huh. Now more and more of it has moved back towards the north. You know, they have their season. A lot of people hunt now up there that didn't used to hunt up there back in the 50s and the 60s. Those people came down here to hunt. And, you know, right. they didn't have refuges and reserves they've got now. Right. And it's just the way with duck call. you got people in New York and stuff that have learned how to blow a duck call. And you'll learn people in Florida and people in Virginia and Maine and those places. And all of them, they're learning how to blow. And they're getting more of them like they used to have maybe one. Now they've got five. Right. That are that are, are, are real good callers. And they got young ones down. I was just in Maryland this past week. And let me tell you, that's where they had the world live duck, you know. I had to go down there and judge that. Right. Now they, it's catching on down in Maryland. It used to be, that's goose. Right. You know, that's what it's known for, goose. <clears throat> Canada goose, that's what it's known for, geese. Right. And, uh, you know, the, uh, sitting there, and they got some, they're coming up too. Now they got, they're getting in some some young ones, and that's where it's at. The only problem is they don't have anybody to work with them. Well, you know that kid that uh, I think he came in second, Trevor Shanahan? Yeah, Trevor, Trevor Shanahan. He, he blew good. He you know, almost he, uh, he's He's pretty much self-taught, and, I mean, he only started doing this a couple of years ago. And it was yeah. one of those things that he decided he wanted to try it out. And um, I don't know if you've ever heard him on a goose call. I've never heard him on a duck call. I mean, I think I there's some. Maryland. There, well, I'll tell you what, that kid can flat just scare yeah. the crap out of you with a goose call. I mean, the one that really scares the crap out of you is that that gum to Robbie Iverson. Yeah. Who says a 17 year old, he won that world, world, world goose. Uh-huh. Yeah, that boy, whoo. For yeah. a 17 year old. Yeah, they could he might be done. He goose might be going to win three times, and he might be done by the time he's twenty. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's kind of a sad state of affairs, though. You're washed up by the time you're twenty. Yeah, I, well, I, I mean, it's he, very possible. Yeah, I mean, he won the Southeast Southern Illinois goose calling championship, and then turned around, and went up there, and won that one. That thing paid ten thousand dollars. That's great. Yeah, I mean, that, paid, that paid for a few takes of gas and, and some burgers on the way home, I'm sure. He put he going to go to college on it, he said. He put it into college. He's wondering where he was going to get his tuition. Well, he got it right there. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, plus he's got to kick major contest up here if he becomes senior. And when he's a senior, he comes over here and blowing it. And I'm going to tell you what, whoever comes to beat him, better they better bring it with them. Yeah. Because that boy's tough. And he's what, 17? Yeah, seventeen. Yeah, he's qualified. And how old is Trevor now? Isn't Trevor like twenty or twenty? Twenty. He's in twenty, probably twenty, twenty-one, maybe. I don't yeah. really know. I don't know Trevor. I mean, I've talked to him. I think. Yeah. Quite far as really knowing him, I don't know him. Yeah. And uh, you know, he blew a good beat calling. I was judging it. I ain't right there with the with the Kent Cole. Now you know what? Kent, I had one point. I yeah, had Trevor. was a pretty good ball player too. Did you know that? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know him that much. Uh, you know, we had a, we had he, a conversation. He only got beat by three points. He what? He only got beat by three points. Yeah. Point each round. I mean that that means a point each round. You figure it out. Three judges scores. That's a third of a point a judge. That means one judge. The other two had them tied. 
Wow. One point each round, you throw out the high and low, it means there's five judges. You're going to throw two of the scores out. So that means if he was beat one point in the first round, one point in the second round, one point in the third round, that means two judges had him tied. And one judge had the guy that won one point ahead mm-hmm. each round. Now, I don't know which judge. I just, that's what he said. I mean, it's the only way it can be that way. Wow. See? Uh, uh, can't tell him had a one point, one point lead at the first round. He had a two-point lead at the second round, three-point lead at the third round. Beat him mm-hmm. one point each. I'm looking forward to see those routines because I think there's somebody that's um... – that they videotape that whole thing or something. They're going to put it on a no, tape. Uh, Stephen Uh-huh. Is that where it's at, I think? I don't know. I don't know. I believe that's right. I said they there was a video on there. But. Yeah, they said they were getting a link to it. I forget who it was. I think callingducks.com is going to get a link to something. Maybe they might have been talking about this when I seen it on there today. Uh-huh. The world will be on uh, it, it. It will be on there. You'll be able to watch it. Yeah, I mean, you can watch it from where you're at. You can watch it while it's going on. Right. I don't like to get a link of that and hook that to my. Well, you need to go to the chamber and find out what link it is. Yeah. And you watch it on computer because that's where I always watch it. Years it's right on the computer. Right. That's how I been last year. First year I've been up there in a long time. And that's because I blew it in senior worlds. The only reason why Mm -hmm. I blew it in senior worlds because kids made me. You know, a 63 year old bowling against them young guys ain't easy. You kicked some butt though, didn't you? No, I blew over the light one crack. <laughs> <laughs> and they got on to me, too, them kids did. You all right? We did that. You got all over us, and we did that. Now you go up there, you got up one crack. I said, yeah, I had that. <laughs> they chewed me up one side down the other. I said, well, my gosh, I want to blue call you made me. I didn't want to blow. I had blown call 35 years up yonder. Here I am blowing in the senior world. Last time uh-huh. I blew it in 85. It's been 33 years since I blew on stage. You tell them to Come shut up all year long, you know what my chances was? Slim yeah. Well, I don't know. They're telling me I'm going to blow again this year. <laughs> yeah, but you might want to tell them if they start mouthing off that the fees for next year's lessons are going up double. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that'll, 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 I hadn't even practiced. Yeah. I could probably still blow a routine, though. <clears throat> In fact, I'll bet money I can blow a routine. That's what most of them have a problem doing is bits and contests. You know, the, the calling ducks is easier than calling in contests. Because yeah. you don't got perfect, you don't got to be precise calling ducks. You can make right. a mistake calling up and get away with it. Hey, you know what? Since we're talking about actually hunting situations here, you know, when when you're actually out hunting, all right, how many duck calls do you have with you when you're out? Two. Two. And what kind are they? Old style, daisy cutter. Okay, so you got an old style single read in the daisy cutter. It's also a single read, right? One I use the most, the old style. Okay, and they're both single read calls. Both single read. All right, and the old style's just got a little bit more range to it than the daisy cutter, right? Yeah, that old style reaches out further than people think it does. Yeah, I went last year with Dean, a buddy of mine, a kid I brought up practically and I raised, and I taught him to blow. He won junior world and intermediate world stuff. And he had a uh, hunting outfit in St. Charles, and I was out there with him, and I was using that. I took my old style out there, you know, I'd always heard it wasn't, so that's what I always used. And he only uses, he always uses short barrels. The only thing he uses is a short barrel. Uh-huh. And in the rice field, so he told, he dropped me off at the pit, and he he parked that thing 200 yards away, that uh, 
tractor with the little thing that carries you out there. And I'm sitting there just blowing on the old style, and he, he got about out there. Did you hear that? He said, yeah, I heard it out there all the way out there with the tractor. I said, well, that's that big thing didn't go very far. He said, well, I heard it real good, so he said, I know it'll go 200 yards. <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't realize how loud or how soft a call sounds, you that's know, right. from a distance. That's you know, they only hear it up close. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know what? Here's here's something. This is kind of interesting. Speaking of Trevor, he uh, he actually did this here a couple weeks ago, where he took and set up a video camera, right, um, uh-huh. and then ran like 65, 70 yards away and started blowing his duck calls and goose calls from that far away, different ones. Yeah. And it was amazing how differently they sounded from that far away as opposed to up close. Oh, you know, yeah, that's why you know that's why you you got to be careful when you're hunting. You know, you, you, what you're hearing is what you choose, not what right. you're away from. Right. And uh, especially now, if you're in timber, a duck call carries further than you think it does. It can walk clear across them woods. Oh yeah, it'll it'll rattle around in them trees forever. People don't realize how loud it can be. You know. Now where you really got to be louder is when you're when you're fighting a bunch. When like there's a you know like our shooting grounds out here, that's when you got to be a little louder sometimes because there, there's somebody 50 yards away from you. You got to literally call the duck away from you, right? And that does happen here, because I mean, when the, when the ducks is here, that shooting ground is going to be packed. Are you guys? I mean, those, you guys really set up that close to each other out there, fifty, seventy-five, a hundred yards away from each other? Some of them will just for meanness. I, I don't, <laughs> and most of them won't. Most of them, you know, that comes to etiquette, but uh, you know, that depends. Some of them decide that's their spot, and they'll do it for meanness, maybe. But you know, they, they probably set up probably. They try to get away from each other quite a ways. Stop probably two, three hundred yards, I would imagine. I don't hunt the shooting ground, so I really can't tell you what they do there that much, because I don't go there and to the shooting ground. In fact, the last six, seven years, I hadn't got to hunt that much because of the heart problem I had. But right. this year, I've been three years now with my, trans, my heart transplant. I get to right. go, and I'm going to go. When does your and season there open up? up? Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to go a bunch this time. I already know I'm going to do a. Uh, a hunt in uh, up around Jonesboro on December tenth uh, and eleventh. I already know I'm going on that. Now your season, your season there in in Arkansas, starts, is it? It's Saturday. already open. No, well, it starts Saturday. Okay, that's what I thought. It starts Saturday. It's up Saturday, and I'll probably go out Dean's probably. Who knows? Ten, fifteen times, and then wherever else. I'm 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 gonna go bush this year because I'm. You know, there's about six, seven years there. I didn't get to go because of the heart. Right. And I don't really care about shooting them. I really just call them. <laughs> right. And I'm going to take when I go, I'm going to take the conference. There's a kid or two already I've already talked to. I'm going to make sure they get to go. If they don't get to go that much, then I'm going to take them. And that dean lets me take the kid, and we don't shoot. The kid shoots. We right. only shoot after the kid shoots. Now, where's Dean's place at over there? Yeah. we The kid shoots first, and after if he shoots and misses, then we'll We'll shoot, but we won't. No, shoot I said. Time. I said, where is Dean's place at from from you? Hey, Charles. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's about thirty-five miles from here. Lake Charles, Saint Charles, oh, Saint Charles. I thought you said Lake Charles. Miles. I thought that's in Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, he's got a uh, he's got a nice lodge. He has his own lodge, Papa Duck Hunting Lodge is what it is. I know that's probably not supposed to say that on air, but I done did it. So. All right, now you're in trouble. Uh, God yeah. Damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, here come the emails. They're starting to light up the screen now. That's great. Thanks a lot, Butch. Got me in trouble. Oh, got you in trouble. It won't be the last time, I'm sure. Oh, wow. So. Well, okay, so 
you use the old style more than you use a daisy cutter. And okay, well, that depends. If you got people like the daisy cutter, Jimbo uses a daisy cutter, John uses a daisy cutter. It just depends on what's it's each individual's preference. Right. Like Dean, now he uses short barrel, and I got I know some of uses uh, out at uh, the McCollum's use the original. Bud McCollum been hunting for I don't know how many years. He used original. That's all he ever uses one original. He takes that one called original. Uh-huh. Um, Mary McCollum, original and another, you know, you name them. And it just, it, it, it's strictly an individual thing. Because I use an old style, don't mean somebody else should use an old style. Right. It might not get them, they, they, their style of blowing. Hey, you know what, I, this question gets brought up a lot, and I had some guys over here to the shop here a couple of weeks ago, and they were looking at calls and and uh, blowing them. And I mean, man, they were they were putting so much voice inflection into it, you know, growling and stuff into these duck calls it's like why do you guys do that you don't i mean why do you do that huh i don't know they they think they need they think they need to do it to get the to get that low sound and it's just like no that's how you present your air guys you don't you don't have to growl into the calls i mean it it was really kind of weird and uh growling like uh like a grunt over grunt in the call yeah like like that no 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 that was a clean that was clean compared to what these guys were doing. They were they were really going into it. Like yeah, that? Like that kind of. Yeah, Only that actually, I'm surprised they ain't got a sore throat. Yeah, well, um, they didn't, they didn't do it very like long. I like real raspy like it, though. What's that? I'm like them that way, real raspy like that. Though. Well, yeah, but you can tune a duck call to be like that, too, you know. I can... I, yeah, I can do it with my, I mean, I can blow it either, with, you know, with my throat, or I can, this call right here, I can make it blow fine, the medium, the real, the master, the real raspy. Call on, you know, operation of your, your operation of the call. I'm sure you can do it too. Uh-huh. You know, it's all like, if you want to say quack, say, say quack, quack. If you want to go, you really want it raspy, just growl. Mm-hmm. That's what I did to make it do what you said. Right. You just say, <laughs> but by God. Yeah, I'll carry you up after a few minutes of that. Yeah, you know. of course. You know, it's in each individual that you know. Some of them they'll call and they'll ask, "Which I'm I hunt?" I say, "What kind of hunting are you using?" And most of them will say, "Well, I'm hunting open ponds and stuff." Of course, my on open ponds, most of it to me would be best would be something like a a timber call or a, a, they'll work good in, a, in an open pond or a, what we call a timber here. I mean, maybe call something else for somebody else, but uh, are the the uh, timber call and the daisy cutter is a good one, and now original is a good all-around call. And, and no matter you know you make an original, everybody makes an original. Right. It, that's a good all-around call because it will hit the top to the bottom. Right. You can blow high with it or you can blow low with it. Yeah. You know, it's like it, some people think you can't hunt with an MVP. I know some guys guys with an MVP. I was going to say I know a lot of guys that have those that they hunt with them because you know what it's kind of like. Uh, it, it's what's that old saying? It's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. You know. Yeah, yeah. You know, you never know when you want to rare down on it. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of times when you go out and you and you'll set up in one spot and it's just not happening. You'll set up someplace else and it's like, God, I wish I had a call that was a little bit louder. You know. Well, you heard me a while ago blowing that MVP. You heard me blow it soft. You heard me blow it loud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can get you can get real soft on on any call. I mean, you know, if, if it's made right. I mean, and if you know what you're doing. Um, just because it's a, a Main Street style call doesn't mean you can't use it in the field. 
you know. Well, they call it, that's what they use on Main Street because it's louder. Right. And you can, you can uh, also win with, you can take an original up there and win. Uh-huh. People just think they can't. They can. They think they can't because it's in the head that you've got to have this, you've got to have the loud call. That's the contest call the maker makes. You can win with an, with an original. I've heard originals as loud as the MVPs. Well, what about these guys that walk up there with a freaking uh, polycarbonate call? Yeah, I, I believe it or not, I've heard a few polycarbonates that, would, that was as loud as, a, as, a, uh, as your MVP or the other other loud calls. I, I, I know, I have too. And <clears throat> when somebody tells you that and, and, uh, uh, polycarbonate won't get as loud, it's like, you know what, I, can't, I don't understand why they say that because honestly, uh, between the two materials, between acrylic, cast acrylic, and uh, polycarbonate. Polycarbonate's harder. You yeah, know? I mean, there's no reason for them to say that. I wonder why they... It's yeah. all on how the setting. I know. Uh, you know, I think it's because of the price point, you know. This Probably, one's, yeah, this yeah, one's no, better no, because it's $200. That's why. <laughs> yeah, why drive Why drive a Volkswagen and go 250 miles in the Indy 500 against cars that only go 200? Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right, but... Yeah, that's exactly what you're talking about. What other hunting situation we got here? Have we covered just about every one of them that everybody's going to get mad at me over? No, I mean, you know, whatever you want to, I mean, honestly, <clears throat> the the little the little short, you know, close-in calls, the, the stuff like what you're talking about with the timber, you know, if you want to give us some demos on that and just, you know, some stuff like that, that'd be great. I mean, just kind of walk yeah, us through some of that. I, I, you know, in the timber, you're going to, most of what you're going to do in the timber is just, shot in a group or in a crowd oh yeah can't call him he, he told me he goes, oh. he goes he goes i'm I'm the best shot in a crowd you ever saw in your life <laughs> so it's kind of like uh, who hit that can't really say that would he yeah oh yeah he's a character man he really oh, is. Well, i know <laughs> he probably listens right now how, how long have you known him huh how long have you known oh him? way back yeah oh back in uh 80s yeah. Probably 80, whew, 86, 85, somewhere around 84, and somewhere much, around. In, how much time did you spend teaching him how to blow a duck call? Four hours, and you, if I got paid for it, I could, I could, I'd take off this year. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no idea how I many hours he stayed at my shop. Oh. Course, he'll tell you a tired of different story, but I'm telling you the story. Give me the straight skinny on that, huh? Straight skinny. He'd come over there spend all night, interrupt me all night long, sit there and blow a duck call. He'll tell you that I call his house. He'll tell you I call his house. It took like a hair less than this, but that ain't the way it was. But 
That's what you think. <laughs> and I just let him go along with him. He said, yeah, well, what do you mean? What do you think I'm out there? I'm out there more than grass. That's what you say. <laughs> I know exactly what you say. And then, I don't remember that one night. He slept, spent one night in my shop because I made him. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I was a mayor at the time. He come in there and he was... He spent all about it. He got he come a duck all gone. He about polluted as could be, and I wouldn't let him drive. I took the keys. I wouldn't let him drive. And I was a mayor. I told him, I said, you leave this shop, and I'll have you arrested. They done got orders. If that truck leaves this shop, pick it up. <laughs> right. Which I hadn't even talked to him, but he didn't know that. And so he laid on the shop, and I had this dog, Pepper, in my shop. Pepper, that's uh-huh. her, her house. She had a couch and a recliner of her own. And he fell asleep there on the couch that night. He was locked in. He couldn't get out. And he woke up the next morning. He was raining wet. He thought he was having a heart attack. His chest was hurting and everything. And he woke up and he looked up. And there was Pepper looking him right square in the eye laying on his chest. He was <laughs> he thought he was having a heart attack. Ask him about that next time you interview him. <laughs> okay. I will, I will do that. Pepper yeah, in Butch's shop. He was picking on me. I thought I'd put something in on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he blew... He, I don't know how many nights he came over there and would pester me for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. He blew my call for the longest. Mm-hmm. But it's like everything else, you know, that nothing lasts forever. Right. So, of course, he's making his own call now. Yeah. He's doing really good with the, with the calling. I, I, You know, I met him for the first time over there at uh, Real Foot. I mean, I talked to him on the phone. He'd been on the show, and then I met him. Uh, him and his staff of folks over there in Real Foot, and real nice guy, you know. Um, he's he's kind of he's kind of cut of a different cloth. I mean, you know. <laughs> no, I'm I'm saying I mean in a, in a good way. He's a very nice guy. Oh, I know? don't know. Um, I mean, he's he's hard not to like. Exactly. I mean, good to work at not liking him. Yeah, I mean, he called me um, after after the world's live duck over there in Maryland. I mean, he called me and it was late. Uh, he did. Yeah, he just he called me. Oh, morning. that doesn't matter. He called everybody. Well, he he may have, but uh, he got. Oh, he did. He he everybody, I got news for you. He carried two phones. He had two phones with him. He's calling everybody. Uh-huh. Well, I didn't. I, you know, it's not like I'm special or anything. But he called me and uh, left a message on my phone because I had my phone turned off at the time and I was kind of like sacked out for the night because it was a long day that day. <laughs> and uh, that was during Hunter had his last two football games of the season this last Saturday and Sunday in a tournament. And uh, poor kid got his shoulder jacked up on Sunday. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so I had to call his basket. Huh? How's he doing? All right. Well, he's got his he's got his arm in a sling, and he's got to keep it in a sling for the next two weeks. And uh, mm-hmm. the the doctor said, like, you know, you you came real close to causing some serious damage here, and we're just gonna kind of rest it and see what happens. You know. Yeah, but doctor tells him. I know for a fact you do what the doctor tells you. Well, uh, that he is, and I, it's killing him. I guarantee it's killing him because I know gotta, I've been there. He's got a, that yeah, he's got a basketball tournament this weekend that he's all he's going to do is sit his butt on the bench and watch. That's it, you know. That's all he do because um, these few games ain't worth the rest of them. No, no. And uh, you know, it's the bad thing about it is one of his one of the assistant coaches on the football team is also his baseball coach. You oh. know. And after <laughs> after he got his shoulder jacked up, I mean, he was like crapping himself. He's like, "Oh God, get over here." You know? <laughs> Yeah, you know, you can do a lot of things in, in baseball, if you know, with your left arm if you're left-handed, but you're kind of screwed if you're right-handed and it has to be your right shoulder, you know, so. Yeah. He's got it. He's, he's taking it easy. But anyway, Kent called that night and, you know, left me a message and said he won it, and he was all excited about that. And 
you know, he's got he's got some big plans for stuff coming up with his his book and all that stuff, and he wants to do a, I you know he wants to do that uh, what is it that uh, duck call dictionary, you know, kind of kind of like the same stuff like what we're talking about tonight, you know, where you talk. Follow me around. He wants to try and learn how how I teach kids. What's that? <laughs> He, he 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 likes to go where I'm where I'm going. Give his little place. He likes to go because he he was trying to figure out how to teach teach kids. He uh-huh. sat in and one night. You know he he tell you about it, me sitting there getting that clinic on and I was teaching them kids how to blow. <laughs> uh huh. Which he, he cried. He probably can't do it, but I can. <laughs> it ain't easy. I, you know. Or how I do that. It's not. I can do anything. I can do stuff like that, or sit here and talk to you. As far as doing a seminar, I don't know the first thing about doing a seminar. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. I don't even know what a seminar is, really. You know, I, I probably didn't even do this the way it should have been done. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think it worked out pretty good. I think a lot of people really enjoyed it. You know. I mean, you know, all I was trying to do was just show them how to call. I mean the basic things and all that. They'll do what I showed them on that. You'll be they'll be surprised how much better they get. Oh, I know. I I, I was watching the the chat room uh, thing here where people were posting, and, and one young guy, he's he's in college and he was listening to the show and uh, he was pissing off his roommates because he was practicing on his duck call at the same time he was listening to the show, doing exactly what you were talking. About. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I got everybody I mean, in my dorm pissed off at me. Now. <laughs> How many did you get cussing me? That's the question. Nobody. Nobody. They all thought it was great. They all thought it was great. So yeah. they you probably know. they you know, I'm built out to be a villain in an old butthole and everything. You know. They did an article on me once, somebody did and I put it in there and said they think I'm an old cranky old asshole is what they think I am. <laughs> and that's what well, everybody thinks I am because when they see me, I don't smile a lot. Uh-huh. And I don't. <laughs> that's just well, ain't nothing I mean you know, I I heard I think I told you this before. I heard the same thing. I mean, people were telling me, "Man, you don't, you know, good luck in getting him on the show cuz he's real hard to deal with and he's real cranky and irritable and stuff." And it's like, you know, we'll just call him and talk to him, see what's going on. And I got to be brutally honest with you. I have not found you to be uh, a real butthole. I mean, <laughs> how many 74 kids in a in a clinic for two and a half hours? And blowing duck call in one little room in there, <laughs> and they yeah. talk to you on the thing. <laughs> well, that can't be. I mean, seriously, you can't. You can't spend the last umpteen jillion years teaching baseball and doing these clinics and crap and be an asshole. There's just no way. I, I'm not going to buy into that. Well, you know? that, that people. There's people. Nobody like. You know, there's a lot of people don't like me, and there's a lot of people do like me. And those that don't like me, it's just like anybody. Those that don't like you are going. They're going to work you over, and those that like you. You don't ever hear from them, right? We hear from them that don't. That's true. That's where you get you get that from, and you know that happens. And you know it 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 and it's no matter who it is, you, me, Kent, it don't matter. There's gonna be people that like it, and there's people that don't. Right. And you, know, I learned to accept that fact a long time ago when I was mayor. I mean, shoot, you know, I figured it out. You got to do what you got to do, and what you think right. Do what you think right, and and when you're wrong, admit it, and. and Go on and do about your business, you know. Yeah. That's what I do. You know, if I'm wrong, I'll tell them I'm wrong. But you know, I don't like to, I don't like somebody lying to me, and that's that's the way it is. You know, if the guy sends a call and says, you know, I hadn't touched it, and I look at it and I see the thing's been sanded on. I know somebody's touched it. Yeah. You know, you call that irritable or whatever you want to call it. That's not irritable. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> I try. I guess. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's a lot of it's just like first impression because I don't when you you walk in and 
course, I since, after I was mayor, I lose because all I'd ever been around, I'd worked around with kids, never adults. Adults is entirely different working around with adults. They're a pain and, in the butt. <laughs> so, you know, after that, and since I've got out of, you know, and I'll tell you what, I'll change your whole perspective on life, and I don't recommend anybody go through it, but it, it makes you look at things a whole lot different, and that's if you go through what I went through. This yeah. Life, just the last three years. When you when you get to where you almost ain't, and then you get the chance that nobody, very few people get. Yeah, I, you, I can see where that would make a huge... You yeah. learn to look at things a whole lot different, and you don't let things bother you that used to bother you because it doesn't. they don't matter. Right. You find out they really didn't matter. And, you know, I try to make a suit a guy with a duck hole the best I can. And I try to treat everybody the same, except for kids. They're a little special. They get they get more than, you know, I'll give them one. I won't give them another one. And, you know, the other night, there a little kid in there. I was giving less than two. Everybody in there had an MVP but him. So I fixed him up with one. Uh-huh. So he could be just like the others. I said, everybody else got one. you got to have one, too. Well, that's so awful I nice, did you? I just, why did I do it? I don't know. It's a I just did it. Right. <laughs> And, you know, you ought to have seen him tonight. Boy, he was really getting in there and getting with it. That, he thought I gave him a million dollars. Now, do they do they get the, they, do they have to leave the calls there when they're done nope. with their class? They take them with nope. them? Yep. They're theirs. You gave a kid an MVP call tonight for your clinic. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. Well, everybody else in that class had one. How old do you have to be to get into this class? Oh, well, you're past way past it. Dang it. Yeah. How about if I never really went to school? You go by grade, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? I've given a lot of kids duck calls. Oh, I know. I know. I'm just giving you grief. Yeah. You know. I mean, that's honest to God. I mean, when when I hear you talking about some of the stuff that you guys give these kids, that's just freaking amazing. I think it's awesome. I mean, um, I know I know some call makers, not call makers or call manufacturers, you know they'll they'll send up a box of those polycarbonate calls that you know probably cost them a buck and a quarter a piece, you know, and uh, give those to the kids. But you, you know when you guys are doing duck calls, you're talking about duck calls, you know. I mean stuff. But I go to a little clinic on these little kids out of town. Uh huh. You know I go to one of them little kids we put on the thing and they can bite you up. They're gonna have fifteen twenty kids there. And you know you're gonna have fifteen or twenty kids. And what we do, I take these little polycarbonate because. They, these kids, uh, it, it, they, most of them ain't got a duck call, and the ones that got they can't blow. So I take one, and I give every kid a call. Uh-huh. So you'll have one. They're easy to blow. I redo them. I mean, I overhaul them. I call, my mold call is not like the other. I mean, I, I redo it. I make it blow. It blows. My polycarbonate is going to blow almost like uh, this uh, one right here. Because I'll redo that thing and make it blow almost like the original. You can't hardly tell the difference. And uh, and I give them one when I go to the thing, and I give give them that, or we'll take I take a that and a hat or something and give to them. You know, I like want to get them started in the thing. You know, I don't say you can't blow that call. You got to blow this. If they don't have a duck call. I give them one. Right. And, and then the other kid, I didn't give one. He'll come up and say, I didn't get a call, so I'll give him a I'll give him a call. I'm not gonna hurt his feelings. And you know, because the the 
it's just for them to really get started on. Because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing like some. I'm not trying to sell anything. I'm, I'm trying to teach them to blow a duck call. Right. I mean, you know, most people don't even know I do it. I mean, you'd be surprised people out there don't even know I go around and do this. Most people don't know I teach these kids. Well, I, I guarantee you the vast majority of the people that were listening to the show tonight at the beginning, they had no clue you did this. Yeah, and they, they had no freaking clue you've been doing it for umpteen jillion years either. For years yeah. this year. That's, a bit more years. That's amazing. You know, I teach kids. Uh, I teach them from all over Tennessee, Missouri, you know, that come down here. I had a guy come down all the way from Georgia. Just to spend one of the, he knew I was got doing them on a Saturday for them kids, and he came down and he sat here through that whole every kid I went through, and he sat right there, and I worked with him, and he ended up winning the state. <laughs> I'll be darn. Yeah, it was no, it was Alabama. These Alabama, I forget which. It was one of them, but he drove all the way down just that morning for that little class that day for them out of town kids, which I do that for them kids. Sometimes they they always call on Thursday to make sure I'm going to be here. And then they'll mm-hmm. be six, eight of them show up this Thursday, this Saturday. The next Saturday will be another six or eight. And some of them don't ever even walk up on the stage. They just they just want to learn to blow better. Right. I work right with them, and I pick all of them up with a call. They all, if they blow in a contest and stuff, we pick them up with a shirt and a hat and stuff. I mean, it was a sea of black up there last year because our shirts were black with R&T on them. <laughs> And I, it was a sea of black up there in that, in that uh, junior women's and women's and intermediate and, mm-hmm. and the state and stuff. It was just a sea of black. Huh. And in the junior world, it was solid black. I think it was two or three kids in there that didn't have a reaching tone. Huh. And all of them to see. All of them was my students. And how many back world back champions have you, have you coached? 63. Holy cow. That's some pretty impressive numbers, bud. I don't care who you are. That ain't too shabby. Yeah, I can, I can reach over and get you the book and give you the names of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, I could, I could see why people want to come and and learn from you. I mean, you've got, you've got it. I mean, you know, it's it just, uh, I don't, you know, it's all about. I, I like working with kids because if you don't keep these, if you don't get these kids involved, you ain't, you ain't gonna have no, you aren't gonna have anything to hunt for long. Right. It's not about putting a duck call. Your brand in their in their hand, right? Yeah. Did you teach? Did Did you work with Buck Gardner? Yep. I didn't yep. teach him. He already knew how to blow, but I helped him. I when he need, I helped him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he he blew my call. That's what he won with with my call. In fact, in a contest contest once in Huntington, he told me he was going to show me he could win the world without using rich and tone, but he won it when it was blowing a rich and tone. <laughs> Uh, uh, he won't. Man, Buck, we're good buddies. We get along good. Yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, matter of fact, we were at his shop. Sherry and the girls and Hunter and I stopped at his shop on our way back from Real Foot, and we were talking to him when he was talking to you. We we you called him or he called you, whatever the case was. When we were there, and um, you guys were getting ready to go someplace that weekend to, to judge a contest or something. I think. Yeah, I'm going to judge in Nashville. He hadn't gave me the address. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> I was trying and, uh, to get the address. He wanted me to judge. <laughs> yeah, we were we were wandering around out there just having a good old time. And Hunter, Hunter and Butch's or Buck's dog, they they decided that they were going to go outside and and uh, play and fetch. And boy, I'll tell you what, that dog's got nothing but go. I mean, and Hunter, I mean, good God, they they 
those two could have stayed out there until dark 30, and I don't know which one would have ended up being tired and worn out first, but they were having a heck of a good time, you know. Oh, I know. So. Shoot. But to me, yeah, I have a lot of fun. You know, I'm wore out from these kids. I mean, they, but I get it takes me about two hours at night to, after the lessons to, you know, kind of come down. Wind down like you oh, are right now. I have to be here when the kids storm in here, the little ones. And, you know, the parents say, look, how do you do that? How do you get them kids to do that? Because, I mean, I just, all I got to do is look at them and they come to attention. And they say, how do you do that? And they're scared of me. <laughs> Because uh-huh. I lay down the room right off the bat. Mamas are in there. Uh-huh. I bring them back. The first night, they got to bring parents with them. Right. Get on one side of the room, the kids get on the other side of it. And I read the ground rules. I tell them exactly what they are before we start. You ever had to kick a kid out of class? That's right. I said, they're here to learn to blow a duck call. I said, when they're in here, I'm their mama and daddy. Right. I said, they go to cutting up. I'll try to handle it myself first time. I said, they keep doing it. I'm coming to get you. I said, the third time, they're going out the door, and they ain't going to be here. And is that all right with everybody? And if it ain't, you need to take them now because that's the way it's going to be. I said, so if you don't like these round rules, I'm the boss when they get in this room. And I told them kids, when you walk in that door, there ain't no blowing this duck call until I say blow. You don't go in that room until I say go in that room. And you blow the duck call outside until we get in that room. And I'll be standing out there and want to be blowing that call, and he'll try that cute, try and blow it, toot, 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 make that noise, and I'll run out there and jump on him. <laughs> get all over <laughs> Boy, he'll blow blowing everything right. And they say, how do you do that? No problem. And, but they, they'll they sit there, and, they, you know, they know when I open my mouth, I mean what I say. Right. And I just tell them, I said, if I have to get you again, I'm going to get your mama, and you ain't going to like that. <laughs> That's the last time I got to tell them. <laughs> because they know when I go get your mama, that means they're going out that door. Yeah. And that's going to be the end of it. And we do the same thing when we have our little contest. You cut up in that contest, if you cut up in that contest, we'll send you out to your mama. And you won't blow in it. That'd be embarrassing. That'd be yeah, bad. That's right. And they know it. We let them get, you know, we know they are, their attention spans ain't that long. We know they're going to get a little rowdy and stuff. What we're talking about is just getting plumb bent out of shape. Yeah. And I know in there when I do the lessons, you know, they're going to be blowing. They'll be swinging around or moving and stuff. I'll put up with that. And then they know when I've had enough, I've had enough. Right. And then they'll straighten up and they'll get with the program. Well, you the ones that told the lessons short, the- too. So they don't, I mean, it's not like they're in there for two or three hours, right? No, no. They're only in there 15 minutes. Okay. So. 15 minutes. Yeah. So I take each little group 15 minutes, except for when I get to advanced, it's a little longer, and then that last, then that super advanced or whatever you want to call contest or whatever, they're a little, it takes a little longer on them because, see, they're blowing a whole lot longer. They're blowing what I call a mini routine. Right. It's not like they blow up town. It's it's a mini version of it. It ain't all strung together. It's all separated. Mm-hmm. But it's like real high down, and then not quite as high down, and then not quite as high down, not quite as high down. And then they do feed calls with quacks in it and stuff. They're taught to do that. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised, but just teaching them that, they get to where they start picking it up, and then they get to go out hunting. And as they go out hunting and they let them blow, they already know how to do the other, and then if mom and daddy will just show them the right things to do. Cool. When they're hunting, that's all they got to do. They already know the basics. 
all they'll need is somebody to guide them in the, when they hunt. And a lot of them won't ever get to go hunting. That's what's a shame. Hmm. It's a phase the number of kids that that don't get to go, you know, that it's a shame they don't have a place that kids can just go. Right. But they I hear you. You know, and you're right. It's the kids that, you know, it's going to be keeping this sport going the next 50 right. years, 100 years, whatever it is, you know. I guess that's why I do it. Somebody did it for me when I was little, and uh, I'm doing it for them now. I don't that's know awesome. who do it. Well, I'll tell you what. I know it's late. I know you got to get back in there at, what, 6 o'clock, 6.30? Who, me? I ain't getting yeah. back in here until 30. 61 years old. 63, <laughs> brother. That's 630. 63. I didn't, I didn't mean to get you all riled up. Sorry. Settle down. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. I'll be a dead man, Mark. <laughs> oh, man. Well, no, I know I know it's getting late. No, You've had a long day and a long evening. Yeah, I, but I, just, I just want to tell you, thanks a lot for coming on. It was a lot of fun, and... And I'm sure this is probably going to be one of the highest listened to shows we've had in a long, long time, you know. Probably the most cussed at, too. No, you know, you give yourself way too much credit for getting people riled up. It doesn't work that way, you know. So. I never hear from I, I, I didn't get them, so I don't know. <laughs> I didn't get one nasty email after the last time you were on. Not one. Oh, you're telling me a fib now. No, I got about <laughs> 40 of them. <laughs> I know you're telling me a film. No, I didn't have anybody give me any grief over that. And I was expecting it because you said it was going to happen, and it didn't happen. I mean, I got a, I got a couple any, phone calls. Any no, I, have any no I'll tell you what. Most people, honestly, they were they were very surprised. They didn't know you did all these lessons and stuff. They didn't know you coached Little League Baseball. They didn't know all that crap. They just thought you were a grouchy old fart sat in the back room at R&T and, and yelled at people. You know? Dude, I got news for you. Back <laughs> Back when I was making duck calls over at the old shop, uh-huh. and I was kids all day, and I'd go work all night. That's what I would do. I would spend my time with the kids. Right. That's what I did. I spent my time, I spent my time teaching kids baseball, running the peewee football, and then when I got through with all of that and running the Stuttgart Youth Center, see, I ran the youth center. That was a place for kids to go and just hang out. I ran that. That's where I spent my time when I could have been getting rich making duck calls. Uh-huh. But instead... What was I doing? I, and I don't regret one minute of it, I'd do it again. Yeah. That ain't right. I was out there at the youth center taking care of the kids so they'd have a place to go so they wouldn't be getting in trouble running up and down the streets. All right, I was running the peewee football and the girls softball and the little league baseball and coaching American League baseball. That's what I was doing. And then when I would get back home from the ball game at 10 o'clock, I'd work before 5 o'clock in the morning making the door orders for the duck calls. That people were lined up for waiting on. That's and, amazing. That's cool. You know, I could have been. I could have not done all that. I could have done like you know these guys. I could do like a lot now and just made duck calls. Not been doing all that other stuff like yeah. most of these people do now. You know, they always talk about the kids need it. You know, nobody does it. But why don't they get out and do it then? I got out and did it. That's true. And well, you, know, you, you grew up in a different generation where values were a little bit different with some people. I mean, what am I doing coaching baseball this year? Is what I was wondering, you know, because you know, my doctor asked me to help him. So what am I going right. to do, tell him no? Right, no. Oh, I ain't going to tell no, him you need no. to stay on that guy's good side from what I understand. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, his kid, I got him out here, and, you know, he was scared to death of me the first year in lessons. I mean, he, the first year, he didn't even take the lessons. He was scared to death of me. 
And then the next year he come out here with Reese. You know, I got into blowing duck calls, and he didn't know I knew all about baseball stuff. A lot of them younger kids didn't know it because I hadn't been in because of the heart for the last six, seven years since mm-hmm. I was mayor. Anyway, I quit coaching baseball in '96, and then they started me back last year. They just got me to help it, and I ended up coaching. And this year, I ended up coaching a team. Right. But uh, and you know, she, I coach baseball the same way I do duck calling. I mean. I get out there and I get I teach them to play baseball. We win, we win. We lose, we lose. But we're gonna we're gonna lose because we don't have to play. If we make mistakes, you're gonna get God on to. If you do right. good, I'm gonna on the back. That's that the same way I'm gonna No, if you you get up there and you work hard at it, I'm gonna break my back to help you get there. Yeah. If whatever it takes, if I got to get you a good duck call, get you there, I'll get you there. I'm gonna make sure you have a good piece of equipment. Yep. I mean, if your call ain't working right, then, then we'll get one it is. I brought a few through the bandsaw. One day I brought my finger through there. So, you know, ain't no big deal. Yeah. Bust him with a sledgehammer. I remember well, one kid I had a talk. He come in complaining about his, and he was talking about it didn't sound right. And I just turned around and run through the bandsaw. So he said, well, his dive got big. And what did that for? I said, well, you said it didn't sound right. It didn't sound right. You didn't need it. We'll fix you another. You just killed it right there on the spot? Yeah, I killed it right there on the spot. Kill the dead door knob. Dang. <laughs> I would have at least taken it apart and looked at it before I just ripped her through the bandsaw. No, but... he said it didn't sound right. He knew more than I did. Oh. I told him he said it didn't. So I. That's how fast it took me to cure that problem. I bet his jaw was hanging open too, wasn't it? Oh, he didn't say his call sounded bad no more either. I bet he did. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, it was my cousin. His eyes got big as a light bulb. Dang. You're a hard man, man Butch Richenbach. <laughs> <laughs> he said, this is what he said to you. You, 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 you cut my duck off. I said, yeah, you sound good. He said, yeah, but I said, you said it didn't count. It don't sound good. We'll fix you another because you don't, I don't want you to have a duck off. It don't sound good. And I fixed him another. And he got up early and was blowing in the in the intermediate world, you ain't going to believe this. It actually happened. The kid was so nervous blowing. He was leading after two rounds. All he had to do was good, just blow clean. He didn't just go up and blow, and he'd win the contest. He, got, he was so nervous, his leg was shaking. I could see it out in the audience. We all could. His hands were shaking. His arms were shaking, and he was blowing. And the duck, his hands were shaking, so he was pulling the duck all the way to his mouth, and he was leaning forward trying to catch up the duck call, and he finally pulled the duck all the way to his mouth. That's how he lost the contest. <laughs> That's a true story. He was that nervous. <laughs> he was scared to death. He was going to say something stupid about the duck call again. <laughs> oh, he was nervous. I mean, he was. He'd never first time he's ever been in his life. How old was he? Yeah, sixteen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was blowing that duck call. It was. You'd have to say that it was funny. And, and then after you cut it up, he was in there with yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah. I told him after kind of like. Gotta put some super glue on it. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> hey, the one I, I made was better because he was winning with it. Oh my God! Um, yeah, yeah he walked around with that duck call stuck to his upper lip for the next three days. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, them was the good old days, though. Uh, ah, yeah, good. he can't get a wheel with super glue and duck calls to kids' lips anymore. Oh, <laughs> um, here's. Them was the good old days. Them was the days when, you know, you 
contest. You didn't have this group hanging over here, this group over here, and this group over here. They, everybody, you know, was right there together. It didn't matter. And, you know, when you got up on the stage, you was up there to kick the other guy's butt. But when that was all done, you know, you was back to the juke just like nothing ever happened. Uh-huh. And you, it, times has changed. You know, it's it's just, that's why I don't go up there. But other than that, maybe I'll blow in the senior world. I don't know. Well, that'll I'm be probably, interesting. That'll I'm be not interesting. sure I'm good enough. <laughs> uh, you'd, you'd probably surprise the crap out of yourself, bud. So. Yeah, it would surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I'll tell you what, bud. I, it's been, I know it's been a long day for you, and I need to sign off here in a few seconds. So uh, I just want to tell you thanks a lot for coming on. Call, I'll help them with your call, and all you got to do is call me. All right, man. I appreciate that. Send me that. a sound file. It's all right. I'll, send, I'll listen to the sound file and let them know what I think of it. You know, right? Okay. They need I'll pass that along. Okay. By the shop or they want to set up a time for me to work with them, whatever. Okay, Butch. Yeah. No I problem. appreciate that, man. Yeah, all right. Well, give me a call. All right. Hey, thanks a lot for coming on the show. Seriously, I appreciate it. Okay. Well, tell them I'm a little grumpy it's because you kept me up all night. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bud. I'll talk to you later, okay? Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, good, hey, have a good Thanksgiving, okay, buddy? You too. Thanks, you buddy. Let me know. I'll do it. Thank you. Yeah, right. uh. You probably won't need it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good night. All right. Good night. Oh, my. What a guy. What a guy. i tell you what. That was that was Butch Richenbach, uh, the original uh, founder of RNT, uh, Duck Calls. Um, that's the second... Yeah, it's the second time Butch has been on the show. Maybe the third time. I'm not sure. Anyway, um, that was that was quite a deal tonight with, with the calling seminar. I know it wasn't quite as structured as what some of you guys were maybe wanting, but you know Butch does does things his way, and I tell you what, I learned a lot. I mean, some of those those noises he was making, I've been trying to figure out how some, how to do some of that for a coon's age, you know. So. I know as soon as I get off of here, I'm going to go play with my duck calls for a little while and see if I can't get my family upset with me. So, Anyway, um, I just want to tell you guys thanks a lot for, for tuning into the show tonight. I appreciate it. Um, you know, our, our numbers here keep growing. And this time of the year, it's really kind of weird because this is the time of the year when a lot of guys are not listening because they're, you know, hunting and out in the field and stuff. And, of course, it'll get crazy later on. But... This is one of those shows, one of those episodes that you want to keep and uh, record if you can or put on your iPod or download it to a CD or a DVD so you can listen to it again and again and again. Um, this is one of those ones that you want to tell your friends about too, okay? Um, anybody can learn how to blow a duck call the right way just listening to how Butch teaches those kids, all right? And that's what he did tonight. So anyway, I know you guys could have spent this evening or – Whatever it is you're doing right now, listening to something else, doing something else, but you chose to spend it here with me and with Butch, and I appreciate it, okay? Be sure to tell your friends about the show. It's Kelly Outdoors, and I do uh, really appreciate the people that call in that, uh, well, when we have them call in, um, and email me or send me messages on the chat board or whatever uh, to hear your thoughts about the show and and directions you guys would like to see it go and some guests that you guys might want to see in the future. Um, now, next week, Kent Cullum, uh, who's the third-time world champion uh, live duck contest winner, uh, will be on. And he'll be doing basically the same thing Butch was doing tonight, you know, uh, teaching how to blow a duck call the Kent Cullum way. And then the following week, I believe Wade Bourne is going to be on. Uh, Wayne, if, you, if you're not familiar with his work, he is a, 
He's actually a pretty well-known art, uh, author. Uh, he does a radio show. He does uh, television. He, of course, he's the, the guy in, the, in front of the camera for Ducks Unlimited TV. Um, he's going to be on with us the, the first uh, Wednesday in December, I believe. And then we're going to have a couple of Wednesdays in December. There, we're going to have some lesser-known call makers uh, from around the United States, from different parts of the United States on the show, uh, to talk about how they got started and what they do and what they have to offer and just kind of give you a glimpse into into what they're all about. You know, there's there's a ton of small call makers out there, you know, like myself that, uh, you know, sell anywhere from 50 to a couple hundred calls a year. And these are the guys that, uh, you know, in the in the future, collectors are going to be going, man, I wish I had one of his calls, you know. And, uh, you know, the best time to buy them is when they're still fairly new and and uh, relatively inexpensive and before they die because <laughs> after they die then you're you're kind of screwed so anyway thanks again for tuning in i appreciate it have a great evening god bless and if you don't hear from me between now and christmas have a great christmas okay and a good thanksgiving all right thanks a lot guys good night